Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Uh, this morning, we have a guest joining us all the way from Key West. Before we get to her, my friends, if you want to get a little text message reminder every time we go live, you can text the words, or better yet, letters, not even a full word, W-U-L to 813-296-8553. I'll leave that up on the screen here. My friends, all of our guests are uh, brand new people to at least our community in most cases, unless we're re-interviewing them, uh, in which we'll say, hey, this is a returning guest. I never talk to the guest. We never have any conversations to get them prepared for the interview. That's not scripted. It's not, we don't tell people what to do. We don't tell them what the questions are. It's just a real live conversation about their journey and their process and uh, you know how they got here and then how they're achieving whatever success they're having uh, up until this point. So my friends, we appreciate all the supportive comments. Uh, you know, you all make this show what it is combined with these wonderful guests. With that being said, let's get into it all the way from Key West. A full-time bartender is using Instagram reels to build a, amongst other things, energy, motivation, passion to build her business here, uh, which was a booming side hustle, now turning into a, a real legitimate business for her. Marilyn, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. So uh, was everything that I said there in the intro accurate? No prepping, no scripting? We've not talked before? Absolutely. Like two seconds and then that was it. Like, hello, hi, everything works. We're good. <laughs> Well, cool. Well, I'm so glad to have you on this morning to kick off Monday. Happy New Year as well. Thank you. This is such an honor to be on this show right now. Like, this is amazing. Well, cool. I'm glad you're excited to be here. Uh, it's an honor for me as well. This is one of the coolest uh, things that I get to do in this business is talk to other people and see people taking, you know, this these skills and implementing them. So what in the heck brought you here? Uh, how did you find us? What's led you here? What are you looking for? Do you feel like you found it? So what led me here was, you know, just seeing all these other women, especially the women on here, on these, on these, on the social medias, just killing it in this industry. And I'm like, all these mothers who are busy with children. And I'm just like, wow, like if they can do it, there's no reason I can't do it. I have no kids. I'm like, nothing stopping me, nothing getting in my way. And I'm just like, let me figure this out. Let me give this like a good, honest to God shot because why not? Honestly, like I bartend for a living and it's like, where is that really getting me right now? <laughs> so I was like, let me try this. Let me give it a shot. I see all these other women successful doing it. I'm like, I'm, it's my turn. I'm like, it's, it's my turn to like make some moves and like make some things happen for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And, um, it's a, it's a bartending in the service industry is also a lot of hard work, isn't it? I mean, it's not just a party all the time. It's a lot of hard work. You're on your feet, you're serving people. You really got to fix your face. Cause I was just talking about this with, uh, uh my aunt yesterday that, um, you know, I don't know that I could have ever been in the service industry because I have a hard time fixing my face when someone <laughs> does something to me. You know what I mean? Like actually keeping it intact. Um, 
but it's not easy is my point, right? No, it's not. It's probably one of the hardest jobs in the entire world, dealing with customers, dealing with the long hours. Um, and it's just never ending and it's good money. And it's just like, hard to get out of bartending. That's the problem is that it's something that you get into. It's quick, easy money. And it's like, where do you go from here? Because some days I'll make like $40, $50 an hour. And it's like, what kind of an actual job is going to give me that kind of income? You know, despite the hard work, despite the long hours, despite being on your feet, despite entertaining people for you know, eight to 10 hours and not even having a drink of water for those eight to 10 hours, but entertaining other people. It's like, where do you go from there? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not easy. And, you know, then at the end of the, the doing all that entertainment and service and, and serving. And then a lot of times I know it because I've seen it and it's disgusting. Oh um, somebody will leave you a crappy tip, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's the people that I talk to and like give the most of my energy to that will leave me like $5. And I'm just like, okay. And it's like the people that I don't talk to or spend any time with, they'll, they'll be the, the 20, 30% tippers. <laughs> well, that's the same in, um, in every industry and business, you know, the people who need the most, have the most questions, have the most complaints, always spend the least amount of money. Um, that's also true in this business. You know, the people who, you know, buy your two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten dollar ebook or course or, you know, challenge or whatever, um, you know, they have a million questions. And I'm speaking from personal experience here with even our, you know, uh, products, you know, somebody who buys our blueprints, you know, those people are serious. They get right to it. Um, they, they, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's, I've seen this over and over again, the people who spend the least, who are always pinching the pennies have the most amount of complaints and, and, um, and, and problems and, um, make not problems, but making problems for you. And so that's just, a, a you know, that's one of the reasons why we teach these, business models that allow us to um, sell a higher ticket product because, um, you know, not only do people appreciate it more, they do. When you pay, you pay attention. It's quite, mm -hmm. it's quite interesting how that works. Um, but, uh, but also it, it provides you the ability to make a decent profit margin. So as you were going through our challenge, um, what, and, and did it take you even before you got to the challenge, did it take you some time to finally pull the trigger to believe that it could be real for you? Um, and then as you were getting into the challenge and you finally did pull the trigger, what uh, light bulbs started to go off for you? Oh, yeah. I, um, well, it was more or less like the light bulbs of like not selling your time for money anymore. That That really like resonated with me as far as like, wow, like I can have and like it was like wow like i can really set this system up for myself i can really you know work on it for you know a couple two maybe even two hours out of the day and i still get you know emails that like people are following people are signing up for the um aweber and stuff like that and i'm just like that's what resonated with me the most was just 
the not selling your time for money anymore. Like that was the big, like, oh my God, that's how you get to financial freedom because selling my time for money is what I do bartending. And I'm like, that's not getting me anywhere. I needed something more than that. And it was just like that little bit, that little bit of information right there, just like opened my whole entire world up to like a different possibility for myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, is this the first thing? I mean, what other, what other stuff have you been exposed to out on the internet? And why do you think that affiliate marketing and these core four business models of selling information via courses, coaching events, but starting out with affiliate marketing, if you're not ready to do that is different from other things that you've seen out there on the internet in terms of businesses and opportunities like drop shipping, MLM, mm -hmm. et cetera. Oh, I tried drop shipping when COVID shut the world down. And that was like the hardest thing to, to figure out. I, first of all, I, I like couldn't piece all the pieces together, like doing all the research, trying to find products. It's like, you can't compete with companies like Sheen and companies like, you can't compete with those kind of things. Like there's way too much involved in that kind of stuff. And then I also tried to do like stock trading and that was like, I couldn't, I was like, no, this, I, so I did try a couple different like online ventures and affiliate marketing through this course has taught me it step by step exactly what I needed to do, exactly the order that I needed to do it in. The support that came along with this course was unbelievable. And the community behind it is just like, amazing like there's so many and I, I i know there's a lot of men on here that do it too but there's so many amazing women out there that are just like killing it that are willing to help you that are you just reach out to them and they send you a message back right away and it's like that kind of support that kind of community that makes a big difference because when i tried to do the stock trading i had no community behind me when i tried to do the drop shipping i was like lost in space that was ugh. I don't suggest that for anybody. <laughs> that's that's funny and and it's true. Um, really, I I uh, I can I can relate, and I've heard that so many times. Um, you know, and it only makes sense, right? I mean, especially during you know COVID, everybody was 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 anybody who was doing that. A lot of their products coming from China, getting mm -hmm. stuck in the supply chains, and I think oh. one of the questions that we have to ask ourselves is is there a significant enough profit here to compete with the bigger companies um are we selling am i selling the same thing as walmart because if i'm mm -hmm. trying to compete by price then that's uh i'm gonna i'm gonna lose every time because i don't have the the reach i don't have the supply channels that walmart amazon these companies have um and uh and and then yeah logistics can i actually get the product is the product even quality I mean, a lot of times these business models that, you know, somebody, uh, you know, throws up a course on and says, hey, um, you know, sh you know, source your products from China, you get the damn thing. And it's 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 like it's like the difference between how the Big Mac looks on the picture in the drive through and how you get it when it actually, you know, lands in your lap, um, not to mention actually listening to what people say or watching what people do versus listening to what they say, right? If somebody's making a course on drop shipping and making all of their money from selling courses, 
teaching you and telling you to go do drop shipping, then you may want to watch what they're doing instead of listening to what they're what they say. And I've mm -hmm. seen that happen so many times over the past 13 years to where somebody says, hey, you know, go and do this thing. But really, they just did $100,000 in course sales. And that's <laughs> what they're really excited about. So you, you have to see, is the person who's teaching or showing or mentoring, are they actually eating their own cooking? Mm -hmm. Are they actually doing what they teach? Or are, and I think this is a big challenge with our education system. We have professors who get, you know, doctorate in education uh, degrees and then go from being the student right over to becoming professors in our college and university system. And now all of a sudden we're getting taught something by somebody and we have to ask, have you done this? Or is mm -hmm. this just rehashed, regurgitated uh, education that's just getting passed on from one professor to the next? That's not a blanket statement against all professors, but it is a it is a, a, a little nugget to think about. Now, you and I, I don't think either one of us went to college. Did you? I went to college, but it wasn't. <laughs> so we don't have a whole lot of, right. So we're not really, we're looking. And in a way, I almost think that sort of helped me in some ways, probably you as well, because you've got all these social skills now and this ability to be able to communicate and make people feel comfortable. How has it been like for you to go from all of this real life interaction to going on video? Oh God, that's a struggle. That's actually the hardest thing. It's, it's like, I come with a lot of energy and I have a lot of energy. And as far as bartending, like I know how to bring that. And it's so hard to portray that on video. That was something that like I had to learn. And it's something that I have to continue to learn too, because I get in my own way and I'm just like, Oh, this isn't good enough. You know, you do the comparisonitis, you know, bullshit <laughs> you know yes. where i'm like why aren't my videos as good as that person's videos or you know why can't i get why can't i capture what i have on video that's actually like something that you have to learn how to do and get comfortable and it's that was a learning curve for me for sure for sure what um what are you finding that is is you know what type of content are you doing now what do you what is your wheelhouse what are you more comfortable with and how has that evolved over the past few months well you know what when i first started i was doing a lot of like in my house content of just like on the computer and that kind of stuff like quick quick reels um some talking videos and stuff like that but i've learned that like i live in this paradise destination i need to get outside and and like get the background of the palm trees and like show people like the beauty of where i live mm -hmm. and that's capturing that like draws people in so much more because it's blue skies and beauty every single day and just like trying to capture that. So that's also what I've been trying to like incorporate more. Like I live on an island. I live on a tiny little island. If like, if I can get videos of me, like being out on the water and stuff like that, like those kind of videos, those kind of reels, they take off for me. They, that that's what, you know, and for people to see that, for people to actually see that, like, yeah, you can do this. You can live your, you, you can literally live your best life and 
do a job, do, do a business like this and, and like still have time to do stuff like that. It, it frees up your time to do stuff like that. Yeah. I love how you're talking about using props and that's really what it is. You're using props and my friends, no matter where you're at or what your situation or background is, you can use props to enhance the the engagement or engaging factor of your videos, right? I mean, whether it is a um, whether it is a whiteboard. I mean, for years and years and years, I used whiteboards, and uh, nowadays it's a long lost art to to actually get on and draw something for people. But it it wasn't like I was an artist. All my drawings were scribbly, scrabbly, look mm -hmm. like crap but just something to keep people's attention, right? Here we have two guests, right? There's two guests. So in a way, my guest is a prop, right? To help mm -hmm. keep the video engaging, right? Sometimes I'll share my screen and I'll show people something on the computer that we're talking about. Um, for How many times have I used the background? A million times. Holding up the damn phone and just... <laughs> Getting that, getting that background to where you know I'm, I'm, I'm showing people more than just my face, where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I'm walking and talking. Um, man, friends, I know some of you automatically went to thinking, well, I don't live in paradise. I'm not <laughs> on an island. What am I going to do? Right, that comparisonitis kicked in. But I'm here to tell you. I've, I've posted some of my, my best videos of all time in front of a whiteboard, best videos of all time by sharing my screen. Some of the best TikTok videos, Instagram short form reels that I've seen is where somebody's turned their phone around and they're just recording their computer screen and showing people what they're talking about on the actual computer, right? Mm -hmm. Versus just standing in front of the phone and thinking that your face has to do all of the talking. It doesn't. There's so many additional components to these videos that make them interesting. And I'm glad that you're finally getting out and using the props that you have around you. And whether you're in the city, whether you were in a beautiful island, whether you were in the mountains, whether you're on the East Coast, West Coast, Netherlands, South Africa, my friends, there's a way to add props and that's how we have to look at them we we don't we we need to get out of the you know do i have is my background as nice as her background because the truth is look at my background it's just some old hardwood i mean i don't i you know i i used to i haven't even hung anything back there that you know the lighting kind of sucks it just is it, it just at least i'm lit up and you can see me but the truth is is that it doesn't have to be as interesting as as we think it needs to be Mm -hmm. But our income does oftentimes depend on our creativity and the fact that you're willing to get out. And so how has it been like for you to get out and record and film in front of other people, uh, <laughs> you know, holding that camera up, whether that's a, a, a boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, family member or, or a stranger? 
Oh, that's the fun part. I'm like, are people watching me film myself right now? But nobody's paying attention. Nobody's looking at you like that. And if they are, they look at you for a second and their attention span is onto the next thing. You know, it's it's a matter of just get a nice, like, tr um, like a tripod or something and just get out there. Even if it doesn't matter where you live, people love that, like, that background, that action, that, like, creativity. Like, I love the creativity aspect behind all of this. Like, it's so fun. And I get in my own way about it. And I, and I'm like, I need to just stop, like, because there's no reason to get in your way. Just put, like, just put your, <laughs> yes, you know, just like put up that tripod, get some footage. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. They don't pay your bills. They don't, dictate your life. It's your own life. Do whatever you want to do. If this is what your passion is, go for it. Like show people where you live, show people how you live. It's, it's so people are inspired by that kind of stuff, inspired by it. You know, one of the things that got me, got me going right there was just the fact that you're creative. You love being creative. This is exciting for you and you're still getting in your own way. And I, I love that. I love that awareness because some of you who are listening to this right now, over 550 people live just in this moment. And thank you all for the beautiful comments and loving and supporting comments. It makes us, you know, makes this so much easier to do for you all. And it gets us so much more excited to keep dropping nuggets and bringing the energy. But uh, man, somebody may have been thinking, well, I'm not that creative, right? I mean, well, hey, you know, everybody's gifts can be a gift or a curse. You know, you could be so creative that you got so many ideas you can't execute on anything. Or you can be lacking of creativity and be so dialed in that you never get distracted. You're so focused. You do the same thing every day. You're consistent as hell and you don't get distracted easy. We have to play to our strengths. We mm -hmm. have play to our strengths. What has it been like for you to learn that you are creative, learn that you, you, you know, what have you learned about yourself through this process that is your strengths and is your weaknesses? Give us just a couple. What comes up for you? Oh my God. I've learned so many things about myself. So first of all, there's so many things I start that I don't finish that I, I give up on that. I'm just like, it's not working for me. And I'm just like, not this, this I'm going for <laughs> this. I'm not giving up. I don't care. I've been at this for a while now. I'm, I'm like consistently doing what I need to do. This is the first time in my life I've never given up. And I've, I've proven this this to myself in the past. I've gone through a lot in my life. I've, I've been down on the trenches. I've like, I'm just going to be honest. Like in my 20, I'm 35 in my twenties. I was a heroin addict. It got me into a lot of trouble. I spent time. I spent like a year of my life between rehab, halfway house and jail. And I caught a felony charge on my record. And I'm just like, I'm there's like, what else am I going to do with my life? I'm not going to bartend for the rest of my life. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that 50 year old bartender, that miserable bartender who hates customers, who hates people. I was like, this is 
my shot at showing other people that you can still make something of your life despite your challenges, despite your background, none of that matters. And proving to myself that I can do this, that I can make this work is, has been um, challenging and rewarding at the same time. Like I built my life up from nothing. I moved to Key West on my own two and a half years ago. I'm like, if I can do all that determination, if I can get clean, if I can move to Key West on my own, I can make this work too. You know, I'm like, there's nothing stopping me. The only, the only thing stopping me is me and I need to get out of my own way. So, you know, that, that's like a lot of the things that like, I'm trying to, you know, get out of my own way. And it's also another thing I've learned too, is that like as a bartender or as an employee, as somebody who's worked for somebody else, it's, you almost like to learn how to trust yourself because a lot of things that I do in this business, in my online business, I'm like, is this good? Like who, who's going to tell me it's good or it's bad. It's, it's a failure process. It's like, um, it's like, nobody out there is going to, is going to tell me I'm doing the wrong thing. Nobody's going to fire me. Nobody's going to like, like tell me, no, you can't do this. Or, you know, as far as like bartending, like, make the drink that way you have to make it this way like it doesn't work like that when it comes to like starting your own online business and like starting your own doing content and stuff like that there's nobody there to tell you you're not that you can't do it a certain way you just have to do it and if it doesn't work try something different yeah man i'm fired up <laughs> a wall right here um yeah. well you're telling my story marilyn i mean you're you're telling my story and and that's exactly what I went through when I was 24 years old, getting clean. The fog settled, and I realized I had a you know a, a, a little situation that I had to deal with now. That I was you know, basically coming out of being a dead gum you know delinquent uh, you know teenager and young man and. Whoo boy, I, you know, here I am an adult and, and I uh, had myself an addiction and a couple of charges myself stemming from my addiction. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was like, damn, is my future in construction? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was looking at my dad working his butt off, um, not getting ahead to, no, more month at the end of the money every month. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, living in a one bedroom apartment, he helped me, you know, he let me sleep on his couch to get clean with. Um, and, and I also saw my mom and stepfather work their whole life, um, uh, you know, travel out of town. They both work for Sears. Remember Sears? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sears, you know, my mom sold shoes, uh, and, and my stepfather, um, traveled and, and had worked his way up in Sears, uh, and, and, uh, had a job looking over, um, and managing, um, uh, some of the installation departments. And, and, and it, 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 it was still, uh, it, it was, it was, it was, you know, we had what we needed, but, um, not much more above and beyond that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, I was faced with a lot of the same challenges and a lot of the same, um, a lot of the same hurdles. So 
I just, I, I'm, everybody else is resonating with your honesty and your passion as well. And thank you so much, everybody, for the amazing comments because, um, you know, hopefully you all can see yourself in Marilyn and her story and realize that we're all a lot more alike than we think. And it doesn't matter whether you have the exact same identical past. Uh, the feelings are still the same. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that is who's going to listen to me? Um, and, you know, am I good enough? Uh, you know, can I make it? And, and, um, and then even, you know, before we start pointing the finger out at everybody else, we also have the finger pointing back at us. Am I going to listen to me? That was a beautiful point you made because you're right. Entrepreneurship provides you the opportunity to be your own boss. And, um, you know, uh, it really is up to you to go out and get your slice of the pie. There is no permission slips. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, there's no boss there to tell you how far to go or how, you know, m how conservative to be like, no, you know, like here's your lane, stay in it. No, your lane, your world is your oyster. And sometimes I think we have a hard time with that much opportunity because it's sort of like the elephant on the chain story. And I, I, I actually was uh, up in Central Florida this weekend, and um, I was riding some horses. And what a beautiful, beautiful animal that is! And um, I'm, 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 I definitely got a lot of country in me, uh, deep down. And so I'm, I'm uh, feeling a little bit gravitated towards the country right now. And so I, um, so I was, I was riding a horse, and the the guy said, because um, we were just kind of waiting to go, and the guy said, "Well, just, just ground rope them or something." <laughs> and I, basically I was like, well, what the heck? Cause we were trying to keep the horses all in one place before we got ready to go on this trail. And I was like, well, what's that mean? And he was like, just drop the rope on the ground and the, and the horse won't go anywhere because the horse feels like it's sort of like the baby elephant, how they, how they train elephants when, when they go to the circus and where, when they want to control a big dominant animal like that, they put a, a, a chain around its ankle and they oh, tie okay. it to a tree when it's a, when it's a baby and it, and it isn't strong enough to get away from that, that um, uh, yeah, Angela ground tie them. That's right, Angela ground tie them. Um, but the <laughs> elephant, the elephants, even a bigger, stronger animal. And, um, and so as they get older, they keep that handcuff on their ankle and even though they could, whenever they want to keep them in one place, even though the, 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 the elephant could easily break that chain because it's been conditioned to think that it is mm -hmm. locked up, it's still in that mindset. And a lot of us have that same mindset because we have been We've had a ceiling. We've had so many limits. We've had so many, well, you can't do that. Or people from our family don't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's from family, whether it's from society, whether it's from school, whether it's from your employees, who do you think you are? People like us don't do that. People from this family don't do that. <laughs> people from this part of town don't make it there. Right? Oh, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, we come in. People... Addicts don't don't succeed at those levels. Oh, yeah. 
people with 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 records don't don't read once once a a criminal always a criminal mm-hmm. right? once an addict once a junkie always a junkie right all of these limitations that others that society that we hear is all it takes to hear at one time and then we start believing money doesn't grow on trees <laughs> who do you think you are young son asking for that bicycle all of this this conditioning so now all of a sudden we step into our our business which oh my gosh there's no limits there's no rules we we we're we're making literally it up as we as we go mm-hmm. there's, there's laws and regulations but that we ain't even most of us ain't even close to to to, to breaching those limits oh yeah oh we yeah get out of our own way as you said to film a video and post it because we don't oftentimes believe that what we say has enough value for somebody else to listen to it. Mm-hmm. We get, we think that, Oh, I don't want to post too many times to bother people out there on the internet. I don't want to email too many times to bother people on my list. All of these sort of stay in your place mm-hmm. messages. And thank you for sharing a few of yours because it's a challenge. So what do you say to yourself when you hear those voices creep up? How have you overcome them? Is it trying to turn that off so you can act yourself into a new way of thinking? Do you have some sort of ritual? Do you step away from your computer? Like how are you overcoming your limiting beliefs? So it comes in waves. I get in waves where I'm just like some sometimes like I feel on top of the world and I feel unstoppable and I'm like this is amazing. This everything I'm doing is fucking great. And then it and then I'm at like the bottom part of the wave sometimes and I just have to remind myself. I look in the mirror and I remind myself like I'm a bad bitch. Like I've gone through some shit that like kills people that literally people don't come out of these situations where it's like People don't get out of the system. You get stuck in that system. You get stuck on probation. You come out of out of these things and you can't get out of it. And I'm just like, I came through all of that kind of stuff. I'm here to prove to people that like, it doesn't matter what your record is, you know? And I have to remind myself that consistently, consistently. I cannot forget where I came from. I've been the lowest of lows lower than anybody can ever imagine i've and i brought myself there nobody did that i did that for myself and i also brought myself back out of it i was like you know what this isn't the life for myself yeah i was 20 something years old i was having a great time but like where is that taking me i have to remind myself consistently every single day like I've gotten out of these situations. I've built from nothing, from nothing. I got released from jail. I had no money in my pocket. I had nothing. My sister let me stay in her room, in her spare bedroom, because I didn't want to be back in the town where I was using. And I built up this whole entire life living in a very, very low income area, bartending. I was able to get a car. I was able to get an apartment and I have to remind myself, like if I could do that, if I could build my life up from nothing, from literally nothing, I can do it 
anywhere in any time in any space like it doesn't matter like i have the capabilities and i have to consistently remind myself because i forget i forget where i came from i get like what like jaded like what's it called like i'm like oh you know like whatever and i'm like no like don't forget where you came from don't forget where you're trying to go also because i'm trying to get somewhere i'm trying to show other people that like there's nothing that can from doing this you're you are getting in your own way i know i've already said it before but like your own limitation in these situations like there's like no reason you can't make a success out of this this is a solid business plan like nothing should get in your way you have all the tools everything right there in front of you to to do something with this so i have to remind myself that all the time every single day pretty much every single day and i like sharing that story with people and like trying to learn how to share that story and like convey that message to other people it's not easy because you're dealing with a very you deal with people that are very close-minded you deal with people that are aren't open to these like different opportunities they're so stuck they're so in their way of thinking and it's like obviously your way of thinking has gotten you where you're at right now but like you need to open your self up to another way of thinking to get to the next level. So yeah, I have to remind myself every single day consistently, like look in that mirror every single day and be like, I'm a bad bitch. I got through some shit that kills people. There's no reason I can't do this and become successful from it. Oh, I think your audio's off. <laughs> Mute okay. myself and talk to myself and freak my guest out, you know, <laughs> with their audio. I was just, yeah. and the, the support is the identification, the relatability here. My friends, are you seeing this? Are you getting this? Are you picking up what she's putting down? Uh, <laughs> and also, not only from being inspired, but also, you know, this is, you know, this is, um, you know, exactly what we talk about when we talk about edutainment in action right now, you know, and the more real you get, I mean, I think this is really one of the best definitions of telling your story, you know, it, turning your mess into a message. And once again, once again, I'm sure that comparisonitis is creeping in and people are saying, well, damn, am I as inspirational as she is? Do I have the story that she does? Can I tell it? Friends, just because of the traumatic things that you've gone through, you have blocked them out and forgot about them. You are a survivor and have overcome some crazy stuff to get to where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. and just because you blocked them out and you forgot about them and you don't talk about them and you process them as shame and guilt as if you're a bad person or there's something wrong with you, your struggles are actually your strengths. The things that you've gone through, the things that you've overcome are not actually a reason to be guilty or shameful. Mm -hmm. Although that is what society wants us to think. Mm -hmm. That is what people, if people can keep us down by using, this is one thing that I've, I've, I've realized about human beings and I, I realized it a little bit as I was riding horses this week and, you know, humans break horses, right? It's a thing. You break the horse. So they listen to you. 
And essentially, you know, some people don't like that word, but it's a very often common used word in the in the horse um, world. And it's just is what it is. You got to get the horse to listen to you. Right. You got to be able to control the horse. But if you've ever seen the difference between a wild Mustang out there, a wild horse out on the dadgum prairie, and you've seen a horse that's sitting there broken that people ride and that we own. There's a lot of human beings that are like that too. And you want to know why? Because unfortunately, this is a crazy world. And as much as there is light and love, there is darkness. Mm. Well, and people love to control and break other people as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times, a lot of times, your employer will try to break you. Sometimes a toxic spouse will try to break you. Sometimes a toxic friend or people that you know will try to break you. And you have to recognize that, oh, wow, I'm being broke. My spirit is broken right now. This situation that I'm in, maybe you have allowed that and you have piled on to continue to break yourself. And this is some of the, you know, getting in our own way that you're talking about, because I can relate to it so, so precisely, mm -hmm. so spot on, because not only have others tried to break me, but I then try to, you know, I, 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 I jump in on all the fun, right? I start to hear their voices and I repeat that back to myself. Instead of developing my own positive, empowering self-talk, and it's a battle. It's a struggle. It's, 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 it's something I've been working on for 15 years since I got clean. Mm -hmm. And I love that we're talking about it in such a real and authentic way. We have to realize that we are survivors, each one of us in our own way. And your struggles are your strengths. And just because you have blocked them out, because they were difficult and you don't want to talk about them because somebody told you probably a family member that we don't talk about that stuff. Mm -hmm. right? The best and also most therapeutic thing that I have ever done in my entire entrepreneurial career, as well as in my recovery and self-healing journey is actually talk about my shit and be able to own it and talk about it out loud to where it doesn't dominate me and nobody can use it against me. Mm -hmm. And I also choose not to use it against myself anymore. And what a beautiful process and journey that this has been for me. And it sounds like it's been for you as well to where not only we have an opportunity to build a business and make income from making an impact, but also we have an opportunity to receive some therapeutic benefit from talking about ourselves and our history and our experience and not only our wins, but also our failures, our utter, disappointing, shameful failures. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful process that feels awkward and it feels, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's something that a lot of us can't step into and we kind of resort and revert back into our shells. 
and kind of stay put like a good little boy or a good little girl. Just stay in your place. Just stay quiet. Don't really make too many waves. Don't make too much noise. Mm -hmm. And that, no matter where we're at, friends, this is not about digital marketing. This is not about, oh, you got to do this to be successful with digital marketing. I mean, the truth is, is that these principles, what we're talking about, stepping into your power, owning your failures and your successes, learning to love yourself, learning to turn your mess into a message, learning to, you know, accept and try to find the lessons in your failures and pass those lessons on to others instead of harboring them deep down inside in the pits of guilt and shame and despair. This is a beautiful process, no matter whether you're going to choose to do digital marketing or not, friends. I mean, this has, I mean, we're, we're, we've gone way deeper today than dadgum digital marketing. <laughs> I appreciate you for taking us on that journey. So what piece of advice would you give to somebody who's just getting started now that you have the experience that you have down this journey a little bit? Um, don't listen, like, like, don't worry about what other people have to say about your journey and where you're going with this. I shared my experience with so many people and they are so close minded and they don't understand and they don't have the vision that I have. And that stopped me a lot along the way. I, um, I was in a relationship and I broke up with that person because they were like, they didn't understand where I was trying to go, where I was trying to take this. And they would get upset with me because I'd be on my phone and I'd be like, I can't do this. Like I'm trying to do something with my life here. And like, you, like, let's just be honest here. Like you don't pay my bills. Like you don't have a ring on my finger. You can't dictate what I'm doing. Like I'm going to do this, whether or not you think it's, it's, it's bullshit or whether or not you don't see what I see from it, I'm still going to do it. So like, get, don't like, listen to those people. Mm. People are so close minded and you're not going to change their thought process as much as you want to convince them. Like they're, they're stuck. They're, they're not moving. They're just stuck where they're at. And like, don't listen to these people and, mm. and just like, just create, just go for it. If it's bad, if it doesn't work, if it doesn't look good, if you're not getting any views, if nobody's change something, do something different, reach out to other people. I've reached out to several other affiliates. I've, I've done several one-on-one -on -one sessions. Like I just hired a coach Kiani for myself because I'm like, you know what? These investing in myself situations are going to pay off so much more. You have to sacrifice just a little bit or maybe a lot to make something work because those moments were like, I get off work, I'm exhausted. Bartending is physically, mentally, emotionally draining the life out of me. And it's like, if I don't just show up for myself for just two hours after my bartending shift or before my bartending shift, I'm going to be doing this shit for the rest of my fucking life. And I don't want to do it. I want something better for myself. So like, don't get in your own way. Like get off the couch turn Netflix off for an hour. Like you're not going to give anything up. You're not going to miss out on the show. The show's going to return. Get on the computer, learn something for yourself, invest in yourself, do something for yourself because that's 
the only thing that's going to propel you and get you forward. Like, don't listen to other people. Don't let anybody get in your way. If you see a vision for yourself and if digital marketing is going to get you there, don't stop at anything. Wow. <laughs> We, we could, we could do this all day long, but yeah. there is not another thing that needs to be said, Marilyn, you are everything and you are <laughs> you got it going on. And we are really inspired by you, all of us, me included. And it's been an absolute pleasure. You brought the, the thunder, the energy, the truth this morning. It's not just all about running through a wall. It's also about the substance and you've got a lot of substance and it's really, really beautiful to see. And so keep up the great work. Stay legendary, my friend, and come back and see me real soon. And let's keep the conversation going. Okay. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely will. This has been such an honor to be on this show and to share my message and to have the time to do it. Like this is unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Uh, really be great. Keep up the great work. You're amazing. And uh, I can't wait to continue to be a part of your journey. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great Monday. It's a beautiful Monday. <laughs> it is now. Yes. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. okay. Bye. All right, everybody, you can follow Marilyn on Instagram at island.girl.boss, island.girl.boss. You can also find her, uh, she's on Facebook as well. Start with Instagram and uh, track her from there. Uh, it's an absolutely um, great place to start. Follow her, support her, be inspired by her, learn from her. Um, lift her up as well. You know, this is not just all about uh, people you see on the show needing, uh, you know, you to, to be learning from them. They need your support as well. We all do. We all do. In 2024, we all need to be supporting each other. And when somebody like that comes on and drops, just lays it all out there for you in this way, let's go on and support and lift her up because uh, the world needs to hear that message. And hopefully her message this morning inspired you to share your message. That's the ripple effect. Um, again, you can follow her on Instagram at island.girl.boss. If you want to get started right now, you're kind of, you, you fumbled or, you know, fell into this live and you're wondering, you know, geez, where do I start? You can go to legendarymarketer.com forward slash enroll or any of you already in our community. If you want to enroll in the blueprints, if you want to uh, grab a ticket to an upcoming mastermind, legendarymarketer.com forward slash enroll will give you those three options. My friends, uh, wow. Uh, what more needs to be said? Not a damn thing. My friends, get out of here. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Be legendary. Be great. We love you. Thank you all. And um, your comments and support and attendance mean everything to us. It makes the show what it is, along with these wonderful guests. So get out of here, my friends. Be great. Be legendary. Peace.